Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation. It is Tuesday, July the 28th, 2020. Today we're going to be in John chapter 17. We're going to start in verse 20 and read through verse 23. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be one in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. So this passage uh, talks a lot about unity And uh, Jesus actually is praying for his disciples and later for those who will come after his disciples. We read part of this passage not too long ago, but um, Henry Nouwen uses it in his little devotion. And so I thought we would revisit those words a little bit. Um, One of the things that we need to realize is that often we try to have unity uh, in our own efforts and Henry Nouwen's going to get at this, this idea that unity doesn't come from human effort, but it's really a divine gift to us. And so uh, let's hear the words from Henry Nouwen today. Jesus prays for unity among his disciples and among those who, through the teaching of his disciples, will come to believe in him. He says, may they be one just as, Father, you are in me and I in you. That's John seventeen twenty one that we just read. These words of Jesus reveal the mystery that unity among people is not the result of human effort, but rather a divine gift. Unity among people is a reflection of the unity of God. So we believe that God is unified, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, one being in three persons, which is a mystery, but it's that these three persons are unified in such a way that they are actually one one being, not separate beings. And so it's a reflection of the unity of God. The desire for unity is deep and strong among people. We see that in our world. It's a desire between friends, between married people, between communities, and between countries. Wherever there is a true experience of unity, there is a sense of giftedness. While unity satisfies our deepest need, it cannot be explained by what we say or do. There exists no formula for unity. When Jesus prays for unity, he asks his Father that those who believe in him, that is, in his full communion with the Father, will become part of that unity. I continue to see in myself and others how often we try to make unity among ourselves by focusing all our attention on each other and trying to find the place where we can feel united. But often we become disillusioned, realizing that no human being is capable of offering us what we most want. Such disillusionment can easily make us become bitter, cynical, 
demanding, or even violent. Jesus calls us to seek our unity in and through him. When we direct our inner attention, not first of all to each other, but to God to whom we belong, then we will discover that we also belong to each other. I think I've used this uh, expression before on this podcast, but it's always good to be reminded of these things. Um, The ancient spiritual fathers and mothers of the church used to like to think about this idea of unity as spokes on a wheel. So if you are one spoke on a wheel and someone else is another spoke on a wheel, then as you draw closer to God, you automatically draw closer to other people. The idea that we can somehow create unity in our world through our own efforts is really ridiculous. And all you have to do is look out in our world and in our streets to see that our own efforts have miserably failed at creating unity. This is why in the midst of things like racial reconciliation, um, even the political divide, I really believe the church is the hope for the world. I believe that the church is supposed to be uh, a picture of what it would look like to live in unity with our brothers and sisters, this kind of foretaste of the glory of God. Uh, sometimes we fail to do that in the church. I mean, that's obvious. We are still learning and growing. But I believe that real unity only exists as we become unified with the one who is love, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. The Father loves the Son, who loves the Spirit, who loves the Son, who loves the Father, who loves the Holy Spirit. It just keeps going around and around. It's this this relationship of self-giving love. And that's really the essence of why our efforts often fail. Because our efforts at unity often are not self-giving. They're not self-sacrificing. They're often so that we can get our way, so that we can make things right. And what we realize is that we often, our interests are served over the interests of another person. And so much of what's going on in our world today is just the same kind of battles being fought on different sides of the aisle. And that will never bring unity. But when we set aside our agenda and seek to love others as Christ has loved us, self-sacrificially, we can find unity. The only way that's possible is to learn what that self-sacrificing love is by loving God and knowing God. And so in this uh, little devotional, what Henry now is saying is that when we try in our own efforts— And listen in here if you see this in the world. We become disillusioned with this whole idea of unity. And we can become bitter, cynical, demanding, or even violent. Um, This was written way before anything that's going on in our world today. And so Jesus calls us to seek unity, Henry Nouwen says, in and through him. So here's a question today. Um, If you know God... Um, do, do you know God in such a way that you could say, um, I am one with the Father and with the Son. I have been brought into that relationship with God. And as we grow in that relationship, we grow closer to God and we grow closer to others. First John will say, if you, can't, if you don't love your brother or sister who you can see, how can you love a God that you can't see? And so a good test of how close we are being drawn towards Christ is how are we loving our brothers and sisters? 
So I pray that the church would become a place of unity. I pray that, pray that the church would become a city on a hill and a light to the world. Because I believe true unity can only be found in Christ. And Christ is the one who unites all things to himself. We talked about this this last week. Christ is reconciling the entire world to himself. And as we are reconciled, we realize then that every one of God's people on this earth, every person created is also being reconciled as well. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor, rate us on iTunes, or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.